The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. everybody and welcome to a brand new edition of on to the next one no we are not matchmaking this week because there's no events to matchmake from but instead we come through the final stretch of 2023 in the beginning of my favorite time covering the sport we get to do our two-part predictions on to the next ones where we start with looking back on the year that was, the predictions we made at the beginning of the year, and then part two will be a live show next week as you hear this, where we do our 2024 predictions and more on that coming up later on in the show. I am Mike Heck, and joining me to recap our predictions from 2023, the co-host, the co-matchmaker, the Prince of Positivity, it's my best friend too. Mr. Alexander K. Lee, a.k.a. hope you had a wonderful holiday. It's the final day of 2023 when this drops. How are we feeling right now? Are you ready to turn the page? This year just go by so fast. No regrets, Mike. No regrets <laughs> on my year. 20 for 20 on the predictions, I expect. Uh, yeah, I swear we were just doing this show, like the actual prediction show yesterday. Were we not just doing these predictions yesterday? Weren't we predicting, you know, uh, that nothing crazy would happen? Sean Strickland would not get anywhere near a title fight. Uh, you know, Sean O'Malley wasn't going to become champion in 2023. I, I feel like, I feel like we, we just did this. Uh, it really was an eventful year. Every year in combat sports, it feels like there was something to talk about, but I don't think it's a stretch at all to say that if you made a list of like the top 10 wildest, most interesting storylines this year, you'd probably be omitting 10 others. It has been something else. 
Absolutely. And some of the names you just mentioned, the two Shans, O'Malley and Strickland, <laughs> two of the newer champions. Not one question about either guy oh. in the buy-sell prediction. So we're going to run through all these, AK, and I'm glad I love doing this part of the show as well. I love the prediction show, the buy-sell questions. We'll get into how you can submit yours. I've already got a whole shitload of them. But going back to the predictions from earlier in the year, like you said, I felt like we did it yesterday, but then after like three days, I totally forget what happened and I totally forget what we talk about and I totally forget what we predict. There's some wild questions here. There's some wild answers too. There's some things we were super confident in that we we're dead wrong about. And there are some things I think we're going to look back on and be like, why do we say this? Why do we say bye to this? And I think you'll know where we're going in a minute. But AK, are you ready? Because you're coming in cold. You have no idea what I'm about to read you. Uh, I watched last year's show on Sunday while I was at the airport. You have no idea what's what's coming, do you? My only, I feel like there's some John Jones or Conor McGregor related predictions that I just nailed right on the head. Yeah, and I feel like they're easy and I feel like I nailed that. So I feel confident that I got at least one just like spot on. And, and if you get one, I feel like that's that's pretty good. Well, let's go into the list. Uh, the first question we got, Shockingly enough, coincidentally enough, it was a John Jones question, AK. It was a John Jones question. The question was, will John Jones retire at some point by the end of 2023? And what we meant by that was whether he officially announces his retirement in the Octagon or if he just goes on Twitter and says, I'm retiring. All of those things were in play. I bought this. I was wrong. And if he ended up fighting Stipe in November, I might have been right about this, but it didn't happen. You sold it, AK, and you nailed it. No John Jones retirement this year, I don't believe. Yeah, you were robbed. You were robbed uh, because, yeah, I do think we might have – we had there was a high chance for double retirement at UFC 295 if that had gone down. Of course, it didn't. I think I did – I don't – again, I didn't go back and listen to the episode. You you expressly told me not to, so I go into this cold. I wonder if I said that because I didn't even think John Jones was going to come back in 2024. It, it might have been related to that. I, I can't remember my reasoning behind uh, not expecting a John Jones retirement. Let's go to the next question. Speaking of retirements, uh, this is the reverse of that. Uh, it was buy or sell. TJ Dillashaw would announce his MMA return. Now, it wasn't... wasn't Buy or sell TJ Dillashaw fights in 2023 is whether or not he announces that he will be coming back. You bought this. I sold it. I said it wouldn't happen until 2024. I think I get this one because TJ Dillashaw did notify USADA that he was retiring, did notify the UFC he was retiring. Yes, he has vowed to make a return, but there is a there is a only if attached to this. He vows to return if his shoulder heals correctly. So he has not officially announced his return. And he won't do so until the shoulder is completely healed. He tests it all out. Maybe goes through like a mock training camp. He's not giving up hope on a comeback, but he has not officially announced that he's coming back yet. So I think I get the point for this. I think you do. I just looked it up. TJ turns 38 in February. Does uh, he really? How, he does. How confident are you feeling about the second part sort of of your 
not the second part. Your your but the basis of your prediction that he wouldn't come back, he wouldn't make an announcement in twenty twenty three that it might be next year. It's got to be. You you got to be going back on that now, right? No, he's definitely going to announce his coming back. He's thirty eight in the bantamweight division. Boy, that is a long road to hoe. But he's That's teaching Dillashaw. He thought he could beat Aljamain Sterling with one shoulder. He did. I mean, did he really like, believe confidently. that? Confidently. Did he really believe that? <laughs> yes. Yes. I talked I to him before. He said he had a big secret that he wasn't telling anybody. Oh, man. And he'll reveal it after because he's so confident. And it's because he's fighting with one arm and probably shouldn't have been fighting. Mm. So 38 years I think old. we're both on the board here. All right. Buy, sell prediction three. This is the one that I felt the most nauseous about <laughs> because our, we should have been right, but we also should have known that we we're definitely going to be wrong and we should have went opposite immediately. Dana White will not be active UFC president at some point in 2023. Now, when we did this show, this was a week, maybe eight days, maybe even less. After the video was released of Dana and his wife having their spats and Dana striking her in Mexico. And we still at that point had not heard from, I don't think we had heard from Dana just yet. No, we definitely didn't hear from Dana outside of like the TMZ interview. We heard nothing from the UFC. The UFC told us, uh, basically revert back to TMZ article for any comments. There was no comment from Endeavor. There's nothing. So we were wondering if Dana would just get like a suspension of some kind. Like none, both of us, none of us were asking for Dana to be fired. We knew that wouldn't happen, nor probably should it have happened. But we were hoping for some sort of repercussion, like a thirty days, like give it a week. I don't even care. Even that was a little short sighted for us. But it's some sort of donation to a DV charities, things of that nature. We were both hopeful that the UFC and Endeavor would come through with this as expected, as we should have probably expected. Uh, nothing happened. There was no suspension. Dana didn't miss a beat. And we both bought that at some point he would be suspended or would not be active UFC president at some point in 2023. And we were both wrong about this, AK. Were we though? Because he did have a change in title, my best friend. He is not UFC president Ooh. Dana White anymore. He is UFC CEO Dana White. I think That's we get a great point. Right? I think we get a. I think we get this one. Okay. All right. We get a point. We deserve it. We deserve. It. He's not the president. He's not the president officially. It's so good. <laughs> Loophole. That's so good. Let's move on to the next one. This was probably the funniest thing from going back into the show because this was the shortest back and forth we had of any of these buy sell questions because we were both so confident that there's zero chance this happens and we both sold this immediately and ak we're both wrong about this the question was buy or sell dylan danis will have one sanctioned bout in some sort of striking combat sport and he did, <laughs> he did. i mean he didn't throw any strikes but he was at least took part in some sort of striking combat bout against Logan Paul in probably the worst fight of 2023. I still can't believe it. That would have been one of my locks. If we did, if we did like a lock, I don't know if we, we said like, Oh, what is your lock of all these buy cells? That probably would have been a strong contender to be my lock. I don't think I didn't expect him to fight at all. 
I still barely believe it. You said you this is the easiest question. You, yeah. You said this is the easiest. This had to be the easiest question. Oh. Sell. Let's move on. <laughs> Can't believe it. That hurts. That hurts to miss on that one. And it hurt. Again, it hurt having to watch him fight. It, it just hurt on multiple levels. That one hurt. And then this next one hurt for me. Buy or sell, Davis of Figueredo will move up to 135 after his UFC 283 fight with Brandon Moreno. We, you sold this. I bought it originally and then sold it. I talked myself out of it. Mm. So we're both wrong. Although Figgy was booked and it was announced that he was going to fight Manel Cop in July, but the fight obviously never happened. His next fight after the Moreno loss was against Rob Font at 135. So technically, he did move up to 135 for his next fight after the Moreno fight. So we're both wrong. Both sold it. Both wrong. Why were we so adamant that we didn't? Why didn't we believe him? I think he had waffled. He had waffled. It's not like he wasn't waffling. I remember he hadn't taken like, it never felt like he had two two feet into uh, 135 until he actually did it. Wow. But I felt like we were pretty confident. Did we? Th- I guess we thought there might be, there's just more big fights for him to take or that he would maybe just, it was more of a 2024 thing. I think maybe we were waiting for 2024. You, you. You were also not like overly confident, but it seems like in your response, you were picking Figueredo to win that yes, fight. that too. Yep. So that you too. expected him to retain the belt and then defend it. I mm-hmm. thought Moreno would win, but maybe they would do Figgy Moreno again. Like somehow, some way we get this <laughs> one again. So I initially bought it and then I was like, nah, they probably will have these two guys fight again for some reason or not. And didn't happen. So we're both incorrect there. Happy to be wrong. Happy to be wrong. Great to see Figgy at 135. Let's go to the next one you were super duper confident about, AK. Buy or sell Shafkat Rachmana fights for the UFC welterweight title in 2023. You couldn't have bought this fast enough, AK. You, you bought it immediately. You clicked on the link. You said, take all my money. Yes, he's fighting for the belt this year. I didn't know it would take for. I guess this was also so. This was before the Usman, uh, Usman Edwards too, right? That was in March. Edwards went to. Yes. So Shavkat at the time was booked to fight on the first card of the year against mm-hmm. Jeff Neal, and mm-hmm. then Shavkat Neal got hurt. Shav, I, I kept saying Shavkat should just fight a jobber and just get a win, and then fight Jeff Neal because they rebooked it for March, and then maybe he could have gotten it, but. Yeah, you just you were you were super duper confident in this. Man, the shot would and, get his and, stay in court. And I'll tell you, Mike, I would have been as con- if you told me in April when I like to revise my prediction, I would have been like, no, he's still going to do it because I didn't think that the Covington Edwards booking would drag on forever. I thought that was going to happen maybe at like end of second quarter, but I we don't for whatever reason that booking just never came around until uh, until the uh, you know landed in the December date, and obviously by then. Uh, chance of Shavkat fighting for be over but I thought that fight I still would have picked it if you if you let me uh, have a few months into 2023 still would have thought Shavkat but uh we had to go through this whole debacle with Covington instead and 2024 I'll say it again yes Shavkat Rakhbat I sold this uh basically said 2024 I think he would need like if he fought three or four times he would get it but I didn't think it was going to happen so I ended up selling it the next question speaking of Colby Covington Jorge Mazadal or Colby Covington, buy or sell, would get a title shot in 2023. And we both bought this, AK, and we were both correct. That either, yeah. both of us are more confident in Mazadal, and I took it because you're giving me both guys. Yeah. Yep. So we both got that one correct. I, 
I, I really thought, again, this was before the second Usman fight with uh, Leon, but I, I really thought that Covington was going to get the, a title shot. But again, into the middle of the year, and I would still get shot caught. So the the the, uh, the predictions were kind of tied together. It's it's super sad. Only one of them came true, the, the worst of the two. Yeah. Let's go to the next one. And this is before we even knew what the the entire lineup was going to be. And I still don't really know how we do this ak i still don't know this might be an incomplete because of how everything played out this year but here's here's the question buy or sell usman Nurmagomedov will lose the bellator lightweight title in the upcoming grand prix we both sold this however usman did test positive and bellator was sold to pfl so we don't even know if usman is the champion we don't know if he's been stripped of the title. We don't even know if the Grand Prix is going to continue. We don't know if Usman's going to be part of the PFL season. We don't know anything. But I guess during the actual time the Grand Prix happened, even though the failed drug test happened against Brent Primus, there was no announcement at all of him being stripped of the belt. So we both sold it. We both said Usman would end this whole thing as champion. And technically, I guess he still is, right? Yeah, unless for some bizarre reason in the last, what, 10-some days of 2023, Bellator decides to come out and say, oh yeah, by the way, we're stripping Usman and Megan Medov. I, I don't foresee that happening. Uh, or I should say, have happened by the time people hear this. Um, I don't I don't think so. So we should, yeah, we get the point for that. We get the point for that. He is technically still the champion, even though the circumstance, who knows, as far they could be a hard reset in 2024, and PFL just says the Bellator titles are vacated. Well, I have no idea. Or at least just Usman's because of the drug testing. But yeah, he's the champ. We get that. Let's go to a question we've gotten pretty much every year since we started doing this, and I would be stunned if we don't get it next week when we do the 2024 predictions. Buy or sell, Hamza Chimaev will fight for a UFC title in 2023. I bought this very quickly. You said, fool me once. Shame on you. <laughs> Fool me twice. Shame on me. You said too much weirdness going on after the Nate Diaz debacle. And you sold this. And you were right, AK. No title shot for Hamza Shemaev in 2023. We did get a, a Hamza Shemaev fight, though, against Kamara Usman, and then he got dinged up. So maybe 2024, AK? Yeah, the guy's way too unpredictable. Uh, if there is a buy-sell, if someone sends those in, I cannot say what my answer will be. I'm going to have to think about it. I got, I got to read the tea leaves a little here because the Paulo Costa win probably would have pushed them towards the title shot. The Kamar Usman win, even though they said it was like a number one contender fight, I don't think anyone is thinks that uh, that Kamzat's getting necessarily getting the next. Well, you know what? We'll cover that if it comes up and buy sell. We'll cover that if it comes up and buy sell. Yeah. Let's go to the next one. Buy or sell at least three Magomeds will hold titles in a major MMA organization. And after a tremendous poll by UAK, where I asked the question, does Nurmaga Madoff count? And the poll voted yes. <laughs> uh, you sold this. I bought it. And I think you're right because we have Usman Nurmaga Madoff and we have Magomed Magomed Karamov. However, you did say the super buy, if Magomed Magomed Karamov wins, that's technically two Magomeds. Yes. So. Maybe we're so, both right. <laughs> I don't know. My head hurts now. Wow. So is it really just Usman, Nurmagomedov, and Magomed, Magomed Karamov? Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. Umar, no. No Umar. Huh. No Saeed. Magomed and Kalayev, no. Not yet. I, that was that was why mostly why I picked it because I thought he was going to be a champion by the end of this year. But Not a great year for the Magomed uh, name, I guess. 
I mean, it's always a pretty good year, but not a great year. I mean, still really good year. Just, yeah. you know, only two champions. That's a <laughs> slow year. Just two champions. Wow, you guys are terrible. <laughs> Let's go to the next one, AK. This is one where you, you were going to keep my integrity in check throughout the year, which I, uh, I was puzzled and a little hurt while going back and watching this. <laughs> I know you was all out of love. The question was buy or sell. Bo Nickel will be a ranked top 10 middleweight by the end of the year in either the UFC or the MMA fighting global rankings. You bought this, AK. You bought this very confidently. Uh, I sold this because I didn't think you'd get enough fights, and I certainly didn't think you would get the competition to warrant such a rating, even in our crazy rating rankings where upside plays a part, but we only saw Bo twice. He beat Jamie Pickett and he beat Val Woodburn. Not going to get you in the top 10. Yeah, with respect to Bo and his two opponents, it doesn't scream. Even with everything we know about Bo, his decorated collegiate wrestling uh, past and his status right now as a super MMA prospect, not ranked. Not ranked. I, I'm trying to remember if anyone in our uh, global rankings even has him on the ballot. I think he's on one or two. I think when the whenever really? the... I believe so. I want to say our own Jed Mishu has him up there somewhere. Jed, one of the more aggressive panelists for sure. Definitely more of the ranking by based on like, well, if I pick this guy against this guy, would I pick him to win? And that's enough for him to take their spot. So I think Jed, but I don't think he's the only one. I want to say there's two people, but I, I, I know at least uh, Jed. So he's on one. He's on one ballot for sure. So that didn't happen this year. So I get a point. I bought. You bought this. Mm. You were very confident that mm. he would end up in our rankings at aggressive. least. Aggressive. It's Jed's fault. Let's go to the next one. And this is where middleweight got super interesting, too. There's been so much movement in middleweight. It's, it's become one of the more fascinating divisions. Uh, speaking of middleweight, buy or sell Chris Weidman will return from injury and go at least 2-0 and in the UFC. We both sold this. I hope so. Yeah, we both thought... <laughs> we both thought... Uh, I think we were both confident that he would come back and fight once. Yeah. And pro- maybe win, but we didn't think he'd fight twice. No, that's a lot. And he did to fight add. once and lost. Yeah, more than one fight and to win both of them. Oh boy, that's uh, that was an easy sell. Yeah, it was a pretty easy sell. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And new customers to DraftKings can bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make 
all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. I love this question. Buy or sell three or more of these names will no longer be on the UFC roster before the end of the year. Tony Ferguson, Kelvin Gastelum, Robbie Lawler, Dominic Reyes, Stipe Miocic. The one we were so confident in that would still be on the roster is the only one not on the roster. Stop we were it. both so confident Robbie Lawler would still be on the <laughs> roster at the end of the year. Wow. Wow, that's why we do this. That's why we get paid. And we were, we were, and the one guy we were probably the most confident would not be on the roster at the end of the year is still on the roster. That would be Dominic Reyes, who did not fight at all this year, but he is fighting in January. So maybe that's another, another name we could add to a similar question next year. But Tony Ferguson still on the roster. Calvin Gaslam, new weight class, still on the roster. Stipe hasn't fought in three years, but still on the roster. Probably going to fight John Jones sometime next year. For some reason, I don't know. So there you go. Did we say, did we buy though that, what was it, three, at least three of those names would be gone? That three or more of those names will not be on the roster. Will we not both be. sold that. We both sold. Okay, so we were right. That, that's, yeah, but that's, that was a, that's a great question. That was a great question. I remember that. It was a great question, but also pretty easy to say that not all, like three out of those five. No, I think, I think, I think that's, that, that'd be too much. Yes, we just Stipe was the close one. We were trying to figure it out, and he's barely on the roster. <laughs> he's barely on the roster. Mike. It was just a matter of if he fought. Like if he fought this year, he would been, he would not be on the roster anymore because he would have retired. Yeah, true. So maybe a robbery, but still, even if Stipe was gone, we still would have been right. So next question. This was very close. I actually threw this in the Slack channel, and you were probably wondering why I randomly threw this in the Slack channel. It was buy or sell over two and a half UFC ranked fighters at the time we did this. We'll see the million dollar prize in the PFL and go to greener pastures and sign with the professional fighters league. You sold this because you felt like, Hey, it happened last year. There's no way it happens again this year. I bought it because hashtag math. You got this right. AK. The only two names I could think of. Off the top of my head, and I looked everywhere, tried to find others. And if I'm wrong, and you could think of, you could find tangible evidence of this, please send it my way. Francis Ngannou and Derek Brunson. Other than that, I don't think there was anybody else. Yeah, and Francis, obviously, as far as we know, not participating in a million dollar tournament doesn't sound like that is a plan. Brunson might at light heavyweight, right? We think Brunson might jump into next if they do a light heavyweight tournament. Yeah, okay. But we also didn't know what like this would all become such a weird thing. Yeah. So I guess essentially like it was just signing with the PFL as a ranked right. fighter in January of last of this year. Yeah. yeah, it really was it really wasn't I mean, again, I think a lot of fighters the word is out that it's 
it's not for everyone. Like you can be a really good fighter, but that whole their weird schedule of like is what uh, three fights in six months, and then you wait for the tournament. It's it's not for everybody. Like it's just, I think it's a whole separate skill set to be able to fight in a tournament like that. You sold this, but then you bought this next one, AK. Buy or sell a current champion from Bellator, PFL, or one will sign with the UFC in 2023. You bought this, AK. You bought this. Uh, MVP. No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) One time interim title challenger. All right. That's as good as being a champion in Bellator, I feel. Uh, I sold this and got it right. Next question. Buy or sell Patty Pimblett would get knocked unconscious in a UFC fight. And we both sold this because we felt like he might get TKO'd or something to that effect, but he would not get finished. And then we just had like a bonus question of buy or sell. He would have a winning record in 2023. And I don't even think we actually answered that, honestly. But that was like, because it was like, there were two different Patty questions. So, but I think we both just talking about it, bought it because he would only fight once and they would probably give him some sort of a not a layup, but a, a, a fight he could probably win. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. So. And who, who knew what that fight would be? Who, you did. You who knew so what that fight would turn out to be? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. And this is where I just fell off the wagon altogether. Uh, buy or sell Conor McGregor's next fight will be during International Fight Week or at Madison Square Garden. You sold this. <laughs> I bought it. I even <laughs> predicted he'd be on both cards. And that did not go very well for me. So you got that one correct. This was before the Ultimate Fighter announcement. I'm pretty sure. Right? Yes. Did we know that by the end? Of the, we didn't know that by the end. Of, that was a, that was a twenty that was a 2023 announcement, right? Not tw- not end of 2022. I don't think so, right? I don't think so. We didn't know until way later. Yeah. So uh, even if I had known that, I don't think it would have changed my prediction. I just have no confidence in this guy getting back in there. I'm hearing the UFC 300 talk now, and I'm like, I honestly don't. I don't know. I, I have no. I, I we've gotten sent a few. We tell people. We're going to ask course for bias hole predictions this year. We've gotten a few already before the show, Mike, but uh, I don't know if any of them are McGregor related. I think people might just be sick about asking about him, but we'll see. That'll probably change by the time uh, we do the buy sell show. Oh, definitely. No doubt about it. And of <laughs> course, this question led to this question and I had to, I was already pot committed, so I had to be super duper wrong. Uh, buy or sell John Jones and Conor McGregor will fight three times combined. You could not sell this fast enough. How you didn't even you let me finish this? the question. How well, because, you this? well, because I already picked John. Jo- I, I said John Jones would fight. Mm-hmm. And I, in the previous question, I said he was going to fight at both International Fight Week and Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Connor, that is. Yep. So I was like, well, I have to say yes now. Yeah, mathematically, yeah. It was, so it was that up. combined three fights for the two of them? Combined three fights for both. What a year that would have been if we'd actually seen that, but I don't think we'll ever see. I'll go on. We almost got two John fights. Mike, here's an advanced prediction for you for the rest (laughs) of eternity. You will never see those two fight a combined three times in the same year ever again. Wow. Ever, ever. Either it's because one guy doesn't fight at all and the other guy fights twice or both guys fight once. You will never see them both fight three times in the same year again uh, combined. It's not happening. It's not happening. Oh, man. I might not have to, there's there's gonna be a similar question on on this year so <laughs> so we 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 didn't do good but we didn't do terrible so i guess we have that going for us but now we go to round two ak oh no now we go to round two this is where we made our predictions this is january 9th 2023 we made our predictions for ufc world champions by the end of the year let's get into this We'll start with the women's strawweight division. Alexander K. Lee, 
selected Zhang Wei Li. I also selected Zhang Wei Li. Easy peasy. Easy money. Yeah. Correct. Money. Correct. We go to the women's flyweight division, AK. You selected Valentina Shevchenko. I selected Valentina Shevchenko. We were both mm. wrong about that. Let's go to the women's bantamweight division, the Cadillac division for women's MMA. Uh-huh. I selected Valentina Shevchenko. <laughs> you selected Amanda Nunes. You said she wouldn't retire. Yeah. Back to the fool me one. Shame on me. You know, every year is like, is Nunes going to retire? And then she actually freaking retired, and we have no champion. So we were all been we all would have been wrong anyways, unless we were crazy to say vacant. vacant. Or said Mayara Bueno Silva, the true women's bantamweight champion. But that's a whole other issue. That could be coming. That could be coming. We also, I also brought up, do we want to predict 145? You're like, <coughs> I don't even count that as a division right now. So let's move on. <laughs> let's go to the men's flyweight division. AK, I think everybody knows what you selected. You selected that this year would be the year of the raw dog. And it was very so close. close. To, to your credit, you did a damn good job. Uh, Brandon Royval was your pick. I selected Brandon Moreno. We were both incorrect. The champion is obviously Alessandra Pantoja. And he's a good one. Happy to be wrong. Happy to be wrong. Great champion. Great, Great champion. champion. We go to the Bantamweight division. Who would be Bantamweight champion at the end of the year? My best friend, Alexander K. Lee, selected Aljamain Sterling. Mm. What a your best pick. friend, AK, oh. selected Marlon Cheeto Vera. I didn't, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. You could be early. I think I was early because I, I felt like Sean O'Malley. I felt like Sean was going to win the belt and then fight Cheeto and Cheeto would win. But I, I thought this would happen a lot quicker than it did. But yeah, I had Cheeto. I was wrong. We also did not predict that Cejudo was coming back, right? So like that, that's a title fight that could have been O'Malley earlier. Yeah. I mean, sorry, because O'Malley had beaten Piotr Jan. So we were all like, oh, well, O'Malley's going to definitely going to fight for the title next year. We didn't think it would take until August. We thought he'd be the first crack at it in 2023. For sure. Instead, friggin' Cejudo steps in and gets a title shot for no reason. And, and mumble crumble, Mike. A mumbling crumble. And this is where things got super weird, AK. We go to the featherweight division. I selected Alexander Volkanovsky. You selected Yair Rodriguez as your featherweight champion. Okay? And I'm not going to get into any explanation why. Because now you're going to hear it. Because for the lightweight champion, I selected Islam Makachev. You selected Alexander Volkanovsky. So your yes. reasoning for Yair... Mm-hmm. was Volk would beat Islam Makachev at UFC 284. He would try to maybe think about defending both belts and then realize all the big money fights, all the opportunity is one, at 155, and that he would vacate the featherweight belt and Yair Rodriguez would be one half of the vacant title fight, win that fight, and Volk would be the lightweight champion. Okay? And we're not super far off because Yair yeah, did win interim title, beat Josh mm-hmm. Emmett. Volkanovski got a second crack at Makachev. There's a chance he could have pulled off a wild upset in that short notice replacement opportunity and, and had and ended the, the year as the lightweight champion. I don't think so. Like, I had picked Makachev uh, in both fights, I think. I might have picked Volkanovski the first fight. Second fight, definitely picked Makachev. Uh, so it was in play. It was very much in play for that to happen. I stand by that prediction. That was, that was a fun prediction to make. It was a fun prediction to make. Wait, to, <laughs> That's not even the most fun. That's oh, not even no. the most fun prediction. We'll oh, get to no. that in a moment. 
Welterweight, AK, I think you know who you picked, right? Shavkat. You did. Yeah. I picked his, what many believe will be his longtime rival, Hamzat Shemaev. I thought he'd go <laughs> back to 170. Uh, that did not happen. So many wrong things there. Middleweight, AK, do you remember who you picked at middleweight? Uh, I must have just, I, uh, did I pick Izzy? You did. You picked yeah. Izzy. Pereira was the champion at the time. You said Izzy yep. would get the belt back. I picked Robert Whitaker. I picked Robert Whitaker. Mm-hmm, that did mm-hmm. not happen. Because you thought Pereira would win, would beat Izzy in a rematch, and then Whitaker would take Pereira out. Yes. Yeah. Whitaker would get Reasonable. his track and, and get his belt back. Sean Strickland was probably somewhere down, 20 names down our respective lists. If that, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that, because he, he was someone, he was kind of a weird dark horse lingering for some sort of title shot in the future. I just never thought it would be this year i never thought it would nobody did <laughs> he would beat israel like it again he was a top 10 ranked guy and uh i don't know it felt like he could talk his way into a title shot someday just not so soon boy and, and actually win it oh man that was just, gets uh, starched by Pereira, loses to cannoneer in the last card of 2022 and no one saw it coming what if you're story. out there if you're out there and you have a ticket or if you have some sort of message that you can prove like something bear the screenshot like an actual tweet or something that you you predicted Sean Strickland would be a world champion, even if you thought as another division, I don't know, he drops back down to welterweight somehow or jumps up to light it. If you somehow predicted that Sean Strickland would be holding some form of UFC gold by the end of 2023, please hit one of us up on Twitter, whatever, just slide into my DMs. I don't care. I, I, I'm i sure there's some madman out there who predicted it. And if you're, if you're listening, please let us know. Yes. 205. We were both... We were both like almost there. Like we both could have done this in some weird way. <laughs> you went with Yuri Prohashka. Yeah. That he would come back and win the belt. I went. I went with Glover Teixeira because he was fighting Jamal Hill. And then <laughs> I changed my answer to nobody. That there would be no champion at the end of the oh. year. That Glover would beat Jamal Hill. That he would eventually vacate the belt. And there would be no champion. So we're very close. If we wait. We had the belt vacated by November, by October, November. There was no champion, none, absolutely no champion. Uh, but now it's Alex Pereira of all people. So it is. I guess I was somewhat close because I said Glover and Alex is the right hand man. So, but nobody gets that right. That could have easily ended in a double KO, and you would have been right. So, hundred percent. Yeah, there's a lot of ways you could go. And then we go to heavyweight. AK, you went with Curtis Blades. You said the time is now. This is it. He's going to find his way in there. Some way, by hook or crook, Curtis Blades would get his day in court. That did not happen. I was correct. I went with John Jones. John would get his shot. John would be the champion. John would end the year as champion, and that's what he did. Uh, I assume, so by this point, uh, obviously Francis had not fought in over a year, well over a year by this point. And we didn't know that he was going to be stripped, but I think we were having some idea that he was going to leave the UFC, right? That was the idea, right? What, Francis? Yeah, we were counting the days till his his whatever no. he was going to leave. At the no? time, because I had just spoken to Eric Nixick like a couple days prior, and he was like, uh-huh. "I still like, I'm putting out good juju, like that this fight happens." <laughs> oh, oh. And there were other people that I talked to. They were like, opt. They were optimistic that this was going to happen, and then it didn't. And then Francis is like, "Nah, I'm piecing out." So there you go. 
I don't know what I was thinking with Curtis Blades then. Uh, I, I, I must have been predicting some sort of vacating of the belt. I don't know. but And then him being part of half of a uh, half of a vacant title belt. But again, I obviously I didn't expect John Jones to come back. I think that was part of it. I was like, John Jones is, I don't know, maybe he'll fight. But I think I'd maybe just do a super fight with Stipe or something. Not super fight, but, you know, a, a Legends fight with Stipe. Uh, heavyweight's messed up. Heavyweight's messed up. Did not... Uh, did not have faith in John Jones coming back, that's for sure. And probably didn't expect Tom Aspinall to even come back and win an interim belt either. Super weird year for heavyweight. 2024 is going to be a super weird year for heavyweight because Tom Aspinall is probably going to defend his interim title before John defends his actual title. It's going to be a super weird year. And now, speaking of super weird, we wrap up today's recap show with recapping our bold oh, predictions. Yes. For 2023, where we yeah. think outside the box, we get a little crazy with things, and we look like geniuses if it comes true, but none of these would probably happen because they're so crazy. I have to say, I was kind of close with this. I was very, very close. I will read mine first. Bellator MMA will be sold, will continue to run shows as Bellator throughout the year, but under new ownership, they will live on still with the same everything. But then by the end of the year, they would announce a name change with a new look and new everything. So I was kind of close. I was kind of close. Didn't all come true, but I was kind of close because the Bellator name is still going to live on. It's a a great name. Would you like to roll this over to 2024? Some variation of this prediction to 2024. Do you think that Bellator name will be gone by, again, this time next year? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> and not, not, not because of the name. You said that with too much glee. Oh, dude, it's gone. It's gone. The, that, the, the brand has no value right now. The fighters have value. There's some good fighters, but the Bellator name, the, there's a reason why there is no more Bellator like run by it itself. Because nobody watched them and nobody cared. And I think they're going to do this for this year upcoming stay with Bellator because I think they have sponsorship deals that they need to kind of get through the year with. And I mm-hmm. think that's all they're the only reason why they're doing this. But I think heading into 2025, there will be no more Bellator. Roll it over, Mike. That's a freebie. You know, what? you don't we're not even going to count that for the next when we do the, ne- the next round of predictions. That's a, this is a freebie. Let's just keep this one okay. in the back of our mind. Maybe tweet it. Maybe tweet it or something. Here's your prediction, and I love this so much. This is so on brand with you, AK. This is the most on brand AK prediction there ever was. Your bold prediction for 2023 Alexander Volkanovsky wins the lightweight title from Islam Makachev. And Habib Nurmagomedov announces his return to face Volkanovsky. At Cowboy Stadium in Dallas, Texas, <laughs> and Volkanovsky will send Habib back into retirement with his first professional loss intact. That was your bold prediction. That is about as AK of a prediction as there could ever be. That was my. We made how many? We made like three bold predictions each, or was one, just one? Just one. Just one. Okay, I thought we were doing a like least spicy. To, I was like, was that my least spicy? Uh, there's a lot going on in that prediction. There's so a lot much. going on. <laughs> Uh, obviously a carryover from my hope that Charles Oliveira would have beaten, you know, Islam and brought Habib out of retirement. So clearly I haven't given, I've not finished with the Habib experience yet. I guess I'm just a Habib fan and I want something to bring him back out. Uh, this is like my Jed Bishu version. I'm gaslight, hashtag gaslight Habib. 
Uh, I don't know. It's, it's becoming increasingly clear he probably does not fight again, and that's great for him. If he never fights again, that's a happy ending to the Khabib Nurmagomedov story. And then uh, I don't know why I keep brought up the Dallas Cowboys uh, stadium show. That's I still think that'll happen someday. I'm just now starting to struggle with. Uh, aside from McGregor being part of it, but again, we don't know how many fights this guy's left in him, like wanting to take big fights. Uh, I don't know if half the UFC is going to fill up that show, but it's going to happen someday. I'm, I'm going to say not 2024 now, but I had hopes, Mike. I had hopes. I mean, you were so specific with this. You named yeah. the location, the stadium, and the result of I the Habib return. It. Mike, I could picture it in my head. It was such a glorious image of of 2023 what a what a beautiful utopia we could be living in instead we got uh, dylan dennis in a boxing match so to say that my dreams uh were not fulfilled is a bit of an understatement dylan dennis ends up in a boxing match is one of the worst fights in the history of the sport is one of the worst performances of the year in all of combat sports and somehow this man there are people saying like the ufc should sign him Dylan Dennis, and that yeah, might be a preview for a buy sell question for 2024. I'll give you the preview. I'm one of them. I'm one yeah, of them. He, <laughs> I mean, might as well. Might as well get something out of this guy. I mean, Jesus. Ugh. But that's it. Those are the uh, the predictions. Those are all the buy sells. Those are all the title champion, the title holder predictions for the Ultimate Fighting Championship. And as all these shows go, we got some right. We got more wrong than we got right and the bull predictions didn't cash as they always never do so that's 2023 i cannot wait to do the 2024 show after this year and everything that went down how the year started how the year ended everything that happened in the middle to what could be at store for 2024 we got so much going on right now we have the co-leader pfl what kind of moves can the co-leader make we have the antitrust lawsuit against the UFC, which apparently is going to go to trial sometime in April. And things are already getting super weird and hectic with that. There's going to be so much coming out. It's going to be unbelievable. So a lot to discuss, a lot to ask, a lot to answer. So however you submit your matchmaking suggestions on this program, go ahead and submit your buy or sell questions. Let's have some fun with this. You've heard the examples of some of the things we're looking for. Over two and a half UFC ranked fighters will sign with the PFL. Three or more of these names will no longer be on the UFC roster. Let's have some fun with these. So submit your buy-sell questions. However, you submit your matchmaking suggestions, whether you hit up AK and I on Instagram or AK on Twitter, uh, email, whatever. Uh, We got a whole bunch of them already, but basically what we end up doing is we get all of them. We put them on a list. We send the list. Last year, we sent the list over to Casey. Casey produced the live show for the first time, and then he just pulled up questions. We had no idea which ones he was going to pull up. So send them on over, and we're going to have a damn good time. AK, any final thoughts for the year that was 2023 from a matchmaking perspective? Do you want to take one more victory lap for Patty Pimble versus Tony Ferguson? <laughs> no, no. That's the path. That's the past. We're moving on. Guys, we're moving on. It's, it's been a great year, fun year, especially thanks to all the listeners, all the readers, uh, everyone who tunes in MMAfighting.com stuff. You guys are freaking amazing. So uh, I'm just very happy uh, with how just how everything went this year for the most part. I can complain about results, fighters I don't like, whatever, but uh, this topsy-turvy world of combat sports continues to be, you know, 
fun and fulfilling and sometimes depressing and sometimes frustrating, but you know, that's why we do it. That's why we like to cover it. So I will just say for 2024, Mike, and for all the listeners, be bold, be bold with your predictions, because if you had predicted some of the things this year and put some money down on it, some of these things that actually happened, you're probably living on an island somewhere because we would not have, I cannot believe some of the things that we saw in, in 2023. And uh, I'm sure 2024 will be more of the same. Yes. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm a little nervous too because 2023 just got super duper weird. Uh, things got a little negative, a little controversial, almost too much so, even in this sport. But maybe it all gets reined in. Maybe it'll be worse than ever. And either way, we're gonna watch it and we're, we're gonna here. talk about it. And we're here for it. <laughs> after the cards, we'll match make because that's what we do here. So thank you all very much. Hope you had a great holiday season. Happy New Year. We'll be back next week. We'll be live on the YouTube channel. You can find the show once it's done right here on the podcast network as well. We'll do all the predictions. And then it's on to the matchmaking because I believe the UFC is back the following Saturday. Back at the world's most famous Apex, baby. And then it's on to UFC 297 where you will be in attendance, AK. Yes, in Toronto. A return to Toronto, a return to my hood. I will be in attendance to see my favorite UFC champion who I've never questions their character uh, publicly Myra Brunasella and uh, oh Sean Strickland's also fighting yes so lots coming up thank you all very much happy new year and always remember the golden rule everybody don't take this stuff too seriously MMA is supposed to be fun and we're gonna have a whole bunch of fun in 2024 right here and on to the next one the podcast you're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible. Eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.